smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Hello, welcome back to Grow Talk with Dude and Scotty. Are you ready today? Where is Guru, man? Where's Guru? Again? I'm here. Good point. Good point, Guru. <laughs> Guru actually put the Grow Talk together today. Cheers to that. Been busy. Hope everybody had good holidays. Actually, we're in the middle of the holidays here between the two big ones, right? Christmas and New Year's. Hey, what'd you get, man? What'd, what'd you get for Christmas, man? I didn't get much of anything, nor did I ask, or nor did I want much of anything. I like to keep it simple. Oh, you got... <laughs> I just gave my op- family optic foliar gear for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I seen nice. somebody rocking a scarf at like Christmas, wherever, a Christmas party. Looks nice, right? You rocked a scarf? <laughs> I'm just it saying, does? If, if one of you guys ever want to give me optic foliar maple syrup for Christmas... I'm completely about it. Dude, you know, we got wasted that <laughs> night and chugged all those bottles, man. I think we chugged, what, three bottles that night? That I will get a hold of Dinesh and that. You're reminding me, what is that, the Super Troopers Challenge where you got to yeah, drink a sure bottle? it sure is, man. It sure is. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about going to Aspen like this, bro. Just hanging nice. out in Aspen, you know? You got to yeah. have your other fancy shirt on. I like it. I like it. Uh, today is Grow Talk, guys. We're going to talk about growing some fine dank cannabis with grower questions from the DGC. Dude, Grow's crew, what's up? And uh, yeah, have a little hope of it. Personally, I think in the future, every the week between New Year's or Christmas and New Year's, it should be the holiday should, the whole time. Everybody should be I off this think, whole week. I don't think too many people work a ton, or I think there's a, that's done very frequently. But come on, man. And there's everybody's hanging out. They're in their grows. Maybe you got a, a new piece of grow gear or setting up a grow mm. tent. I was looking at for 600 bucks. I made I made this post for Instagram about like a $600, what you could do like for $500 grow tent set up on Amazon, another hundy and other bullshit. And for 600 bucks, how much weed you could make. And I did it twice. I did it once where I was supposed <laughs> to be in the grow. I'm like, dude. And then it erased it. And then I did it a second time and it erased it again. And I was like, that's it. That's, you know, the, the universe is telling me not to make this post. So I didn't. Well, let me give you a preview of today's grower questions, guys. We're going to get into, we've got a couple dank nugs to feature here. One is Sunkiss from Ivory Genetics by Ms. Fit and Trios bred by, what is this talk here? Trios bred by at, right when you say an at, does that mean Twitter? Uh, yeah, no, uh, Instagram, but is that ceramic metal halide terps? Is that what that is? C-M-H-T-E-R-P-Z. Um, this was posted by Chef Paulie D. How's it going? How's it going? Right. I watched, <laughs> I was watching some old, uh, my kids been recycling the, uh, Hell's Kitchens and they're pretty good. They're pretty good, man. TV's not like that anymore. It's not. You have to be yeah. gentle. He'd have to put his arm around the, the, the person now and be like, look. Being a cook is for some people and not for others, okay? And you suck at it, so get up. Oh, Gordon and how times Ramsey, have man. changed. Uh, no, grow, grower questions here. We got newbie four by four growing in a four by four, looking at container sizes, nutrient questions. Just a little bit of help for a new grower getting at it. This is posted by Happy Grows four twenty. We have chloramine. Oh no, and municipal water supply by Zoomer. What else they put in there? Chloramine, chlorine, and fluoride. Is that all the municipalities? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. It depends. 
chlorine Nothing. or chloramine. Chlorine evaporates really quickly. That's why you got to put it in the pool every couple of days. And chloramine, what they tie it up with some ammonia, chlorine and ammonia. So it holds for like, what, about a month, right? It's, got it, it is much more stable, not just in a line. We um, got good information about this, man. Yeah. Good information. Thanks to the DGC, actually. Uh, yes, inviting, involving vitamin C. A filter all of thing. Wait, filter all of things. Things. Did I get that right? By C three. C three is our buddy from uh, from Oklahoma, correct? I remember hanging out and being like, I can't remember anybody's name, but this guy is half of C three PO. That was your name trick. Half, yeah, yeah. So I was able to remember his name. Um, I agree, man. I didn't do good. I went into that weekend challenging myself to do the name. How do you remember names? How do you remember names? And smoking that much, like on top of it, it just, oh, yeah. it's, it's hard. I feel guilty. I still feel guilty about it because there were people that were so nice and generous to us that I was just like, damn it, man. I just, uh, I don't have the weed with the, you know, with the <laughs> names and stuff. But anyway, it was great hanging out there. I already missed that. No. Yes, yes. Um, and last but not least, we have, and that was a grow hack. This is a grow hack that filter all things. Um, but last grow question, pests by Dayton, by Dayton. Oh, help me out, Scotty. Um, Daytona? Daytona Express. Daytona Express. Come on. There you go. There you That's go. not that hard, man. It's just been a minute. I've been getting a little rusty since we we're on break a little bit for Christmas, you know? Well, that wasn't fair, man. That, that, was, t- that was a tough one, bro. Before we hop into the show, join the DGC, guys. This show going on eighth year here. We have a lot of cool things planned for 2022. Working on the DGC Cup, which if you're a Patreon over there, DGC Patreon produces, you'll be first to know. You'll be getting the deals on the tickets. Uh, but a lot of things going on. And don't forget soon here, uh, just in a day or so, if you are supporting the show, go over and comment on the grower hookup. When you're logged into Patreon in a recent post, it's pinned to the top. You could win an HLG 350R or second or third place, HLG100s. Uh, when you kick it over to dogrows.com forward slash support, that's where you go to log in to support, sign up and see all the benefits we're doing, whether it's Scotty hooking up the recharge 30% off as well as grow dots, free seeds from seeds here now. And more importantly, you like the content, Scotty. Uh, me and Soup the Gardener have been hosting the 420, DGC 420 happy hour every Friday, unless it's New Year's Eve, which I think is this Friday. Uh, we are coming at you, 420 Pacific time. We're giving away three seeds every show. Ira Genetics, we've doing uh, Jinx Proof. Uh, we've done, oh, what else have we done? Oh, who, uh, who'd you get? Colin from Ethos. He hooked from you up Ethos. with some of those. Absolutely, man. Yeah, we got a bunch of seeds over there. We actually have a, those, those seeds are kind of special. I actually grabbed a few of those seeds and put them in my, in my drawer there, man, because those are some, those are some scores, man. All feminized. You don't have to catch the live show on Discord Friday to uh, to win the seeds. We repost every Monday, and I believe the Rolling Stoners working on getting all the episodes there on MP3 or MP4 download links as podcasts as well. If you guys want to re-listen to them, so check all that out. Dogrows.com forward slash support. More big giveaways coming as well. I think we're gonna get a hands on over those HLG Blackbirds. Yes, sir. Yo, I did want to say me and, and High C were hanging out a little bit earlier looking on Spotify and I'll be damned if we can, you can, you know what it shows up if you Google dude grow show or if you put dude grow show on the search in Spotify, episode one, <laughs> episode one, baby. I'm like, holy shit. So we got to get our ranking up in Spotify. So I think if you would, or if you could leave us a review over there, uh, that'd be awesome, man. 
what do they say? A five-star review? What if they have 10 yes. stars on Spotify? And be honest. Be honest. Last two no, things I just remembered. Also, if- be honest. Fucking email me if you're going to be honest on Spotify. Fucking lie, man. Say nice things, <laughs> Also, don't forget, we do have, thanks, Warehouse Kyle's on top of his game. We still have DGC sticker packs. If you guys are supporting the show, hit me up over on Patreon. I'm just catching up on those matches after the holidays. So uh, be patient. What's up? The coloring books, man. What's up with the coloring books? Those are kind of, do we have anyone to give credit to for those? Those were cool. We still have <laughs> Naven. I believe Naven put me on the spot there. Um, yes, more to come. More DDC activity books are coming on the way. All right, let's do this show. Hey, man. I'm nugs. sorry. I have, to, I told you that I uh, needed to give a couple shout outs, man. Herbal Santa. Okay. Actually got my, my chill. Mm. Come on. This thing's gorgeous, right? It's got balls on it, man. You ever drink the, uh, there's a drink that's just called balls? No. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. All right, Dank Nugs here. Anybody can get their Dank Nugs up. Guys, go over to dudebros.com. Hook it up. This is Sunkiss from Irogenetics by Ms. Fit. Day 57, currently recirculating Deepwater Culture Loop. And one of my Sunkiss Finos is looking pretty frosty, so I thought I'd throw it up. Interesting, the two super different phenos I have with this plant, but they're both looking and smelling pretty good. Great, man. I am not. Have you grown any? What have you grown from Master Jeff? I think you just the orange gasm. I grew the orange gasm, and I don't think I ever flowered it, man. I think that was the never flowering garden. uh, (laughs) Sounds like a title. It was like a story. Remember, they made the memes, and I'm riding the the bird or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. good stuff. Dude, says, not weird that you have two different genotypical expression. Phenotypes are observable traits that will change or express differently with environmental changes. So you're actually looking at two genotypes, difference in appearance from seed of the same cultivated variety, which may fall under one of the species, Sativa indica ruderalis, or more correctly, the two subspecies, indica and ruderalis, from the species Cannabis sativa, going deep. But I agree, man, from seed, I have two strawberry starbursts, and two orange gasm that are feminized. The orange gasm look pretty familiar. The strawberry starbursts definitely have different traits, and it's interesting to see how different. Same seed, same strain, phenotype. Is it genotypical expression or phenotypical expression? I say, Guru. Which one am I looking? What different expressions uh, am I observing? Phenotypical is what you can see. Genotypical is what you can't see. The genes going on behind the scenes. Got it. So I cannot the see the genes. Phenotypical is what you see. How long before we have, like, that just made me think, like, I don't know if it'll be glasses or if it'll be like the metaverse mask, but Six it has months. the cap- <laughs> capability to go into like microscope mode. So you could be like, oh, let me check my trichomes and you just 30%, 60% mag- magnification, even going deep to where you could see, like, look into the recharge. Right now, it's this big. You know, so seriously, think about how it'll be pump sure they can make them pen size. So this is 40 bucks, by the way. So, yeah, I imagine very soon, dude. No, very you, soon. you can't defy the laws of physics and you have to have uh, light can, and man, enough right? light to be able to <laughs> capture an image of it. If you're Elon so Musk, you can. It can only get so small and keep clarity and be able to capture an image without like having to use artificial lighting for everything. Quantum computing guru. Okay. Yep. <coughs> Thanks for the comments. Shit. <laughs> I farted and Ross Sufa. Don't forget dudesworld.ca 
forward slash Irie, getting some Irie genetics. If you're Canadian up here, I'll hook you up. Uh, and let's go into the next tank. Nug Trios, bred by at CMH Terps, posted by Chef Pauly D. All right, man. All right. What's up, everybody? Damn, good looking, bud. This is Trios, bred by this good dude I found on Instagram who goes by at CMH Terps. She's across a peanut butter breath. Now, that is that uh, raw peanut butter breath? I don't know, man, but I know that GSC uh, forum cut, bro. That's the forum cut, right? Yes. Crossed with Thanks, forum cut Girl Scout cookies and smells like straight peanut butter cookies with a tiny bit of gasoline mixed in. Such an amazing complex terpene profile that lingers on your tongue long after taking that last puff. This particular plant was grown in a 15-gallon fabric pot uh, full of a bunch of good organic stuff from build a soil Shout out. Uh, nice. nice dude i picked this one for you scotty because it had I was, I was going for the flower the pure the pure you know bud porn oh you were going for like the dankness of the nug thanks man thank you <laughs> dude sensi mia thanks for the comment here um your profile or thumbnail there is of captain crunch and that brings back some memories captain crunch crunch berries baby i had crunch i like crunch berries and peanut butter captain crunch well, you couldn't remember they just came out with crunch berries once all hell broke loose, like 1978. The rules are they're smoking weed in the White House, man. All right. There's all crunch berries, man. Turns out they're fine for you. Snozzle berries. <laughs> uh, let's get into some growth talk. Oh, so actually got some good comments here. Um, this is <clears throat> these are actually both DDC Patreon producers. What's up? Joe's Corneth Kush. Says quick. Oh, my bad. I'm skipping the first grow question. Got to get get a good point here. It's probably because it's my first token of the day as well, which feels I'm gonna great. smoke some weed, man. I'm gonna smoke. You some do weed. that. You do that. I backed it up Stinky here to my first grower question, guys. Anybody can get the grower <laughs> questions up on dudegrows.com. Just going over there, join the community. This is hey guys, first time growing in a four by four tent. Wondering how Hang many on. plants? I got to say something really quick. I set up a two a two by four tent. I'm gonna set up another two by four tent. Four by four tents, pretty decent sized space because you got no walkway in the middle. You know, you're you're accessing everything from outside, man. It's a fucking nice grow space. You can pump out some dank in, you know, a 16 square foot area. All right, commentary. I agree. Uh, wondering how many plants and what pot sizes I should use. I plan on starting in red solo cups and transferring to one gallon fabric pots for veg. What should I transfer to after one gallon pots? All right, first part, let's hit that. There's so many variables with these questions. When I ask people, how many plants do you want to grow? How many plants can you grow? Are you allowed to grow maybe? Are you trying to be lawful? I don't know. Four but to six. typical, the most typical thing is going from whatever. He's saying solo cups. Why are red solo cups so popular? I guess because everybody sees them. Availability. Because it works awesome. <clears throat> they come in red and clear. They're easy to poke holes in with just about anything. They come in packs of like 70 for, <laughs> you know what I mean? For like three or four bucks. And you, and by the way, you can reuse them. I'm on my first pack. I just wash them out and reuse them over and over. You can put them in the dishwasher when your wife's not there. Well, I'd say the most common would be going from a red solo cup, which I would call a pint about, right? A pint to a one gal yeah. to a five gal. But I would skip. I mean, if I have that thing rooted out in a solo cup, you can go bigger than a one gal. You can I go, go right I to fives. Yeah, I, I would right say I'd be fives. comfortable going right to a five. 
I will say just make sure that they're well rooted. There's a big difference between, uh, you know, something with a few roots in a solo cup and something that is rooted out that solo cup. And that's why you use the cup and cup method. So you can actually see when, when the whole clear cup is filled with roots, then you open it up and yeah. Solo cups are awesome. You know why? Cause you can cut them away if you need to, like if the plant won't come out of it, it's pretty awesome setup. They're not bad. I agree. Low, low entry pores. I mean, as far as containers overall, you know, I prefer uh, to go with a air pruning container. So I'm a fan. Rain science uh, grow bags. There's yep. one. There's a couple other ones out there. Plastic. I mean, I've, I haven't used um, nursery containers in a long time just because that the plants do get root bound. It was the first time I saw the difference. If you've ever grown in an air yep. pruning container versus a nursery pot at the end and you take your plant out. And on the one container at harvest, you see all these ends on the air pruning and all. And then on the other one, you see thicker, bigger roots mm. swirling towards the bottom. And yes, can still grow. Okay. But the air pruning is so nice. Um, so that being said, in a four by four tent, I'm going to say I would like six, five gallons, probably at least if you're going to go that. Go with, I was going to go with that. I, I'm setting up what's going on in my grow is I'm setting up tents. I got two two by four tents I'm going to set up. And yeah, I put three, five gallons in a two by four and it looks like it could work. You'd need some training and you would need uh, not to grow them huge, but you could need to grow two real beastly five gallons in a two by four area. So just double this or three smaller, well-trained. So I personally mm -hmm. would do four sevens in a four by four. It's like the perfect space for that makes <laughs> that makes because yeah it's right in between the two and the three you just go with the bigger container now now we, we always i get to throw this in because are you growing organically or are you growing synthetically because you do want more root volume you'd like drew's going with the four sevens you're feeding organically or using rich soil definitely have more root volume he says moving on i'll hit this in the question he says um i was looking at using biobiz but can't seem to find the entire lineup. So if you're using BioBiz, a liquid organic, it's a little more plant available than just raw amended organic things. More. It's a, it is yeah. plant available, yeah. So you can go with smaller size containers. Um, it says my next choice was Vega Matrix using ProMix HPCC. ProMix HPC is high porosity cocoa core. Is that right? I think it's peat and cocoa mixed. I think you're right on the high porosity, but I don't think it's straight cocoa core. But Vega Matrix, for one, Kyle Cushman's a cool cat. I was just learning about um, what's Cushman chiropractics. He like goes along the stem and like just squeezes it and breaks it and like, but doesn't, you know what I mean? It's interesting. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> Cushman chiropractics. Jesus. Not so sure about his lineup. I haven't grown. Hang on a vegan. second. I want to I yeah. tell you about his lineup. I was either at a grow store or hanging out i think i was over at way to grow and i think it was ben that was telling me this but that big matrix used to lack in something i can't remember but it was it had some issues and they came out with another product that kind of filled in the line and now the line is much better so okay. i was talking to a grower that gave it some thumbs up i'm sure it's expensive i don't know you know i don't know if there's other better options out there for organics but all i know is i did talk to a grower that was like yeah it needed something and they came out with this can't remember what it was but i can't give the at least this grower told me vegan matrix was pretty good um just to to, to touch on this uh, from promix to make sure right promix hpcc is a blend of peat moss chunk core chunkier cocoa core <laughs> and gotcha. perlite so yeah it's a it's a good mix i dig on it i use it here but i mix in more cocoa i go 50 50 with a straight cocoa too man i use all cocoa and i just had an experience with it uh 
yesterday where I went and I skipped a day of going and watering the cups, you know, the solo cups. The solo cups, once they get decent size, will dry out in maybe you can skip one day, you know, but you got to go in there and water all the time. And I went in there and most of them were pretty decent. A couple of them were dry as fuck. And if they're dry as fuck with peat, you're going to sit there soaking them and re-wetting the peat. And it's very difficult. It just wants to, the water just wants to roll off the peat. And cocoa is completely different. So I am an all cocoa fan. I don't use peat. I haven't used it for years. I like it. Just brings a little bit of terroir. Is that right? Did I use it right? Yes, you did, man. But does it? <laughs> Are you sure? I'm not sure. It's just my bro, my bro, grow, my bro, grow <laughs> science. Since he was thinking about using biobiz, I do have a question for you guys. So using liquid organics, I think I used general organics one time, even though it's not organic. I don't believe. Funny, that's how they named it. Kind of crazy, actually. It's mostly but, uh, organics, all right? Hey, just because it says organics on the bottle doesn't mean it's organic, right? Liquid organics have preservatives, right, in them, which is, uh, I guess, a form of acid. Because well, usually when you use a liquid organic, it brings your pH pretty down. For example, I right now I have on hand some so that organic. Is a, that is a big generalization talking about organics. That, like the old school cheap stuff, like general organics that you could get. They made an organic fertilizer by getting dry amendments and dissolving them in acids. Um, like that's literally how they were making nutrients for stuff. The newer age liquid bottled organics are plant ferments and plant extracts um, where it's much different. They don't have the near the level of preservatives in there and they're not acid based. Um, so they're not going to just tank your uh, your pH on stuff. Well, I get my pH tanked on. I have a bottle that has like some fat in it some liquid worm and then whatever I add it to, and it's just for like, I got it from the garden center for house plants. It's a liquid house plant food that was organic, but it brings my pH down to like four, 4.2. Should you be worried about that when you're watering in liquid organic? I know fish emulsions do it too. They bring in some of them at least definitely bring, bring it down a bit. When you're doing that, are you worried? Should That's you pH acid, adjust it? Man, that is fucking 4.2 is acid. That's not acid. Man, I mean, that's acid. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your stomach is three. But there's something, I mean, it, I, you can, so you're saying that should be pH adjusted. I would think so, man. I would, I don't, I'm not I'll an do, organics expert. I am not, but I would be alarmed at pouring 4.2 solution <laughs> in, in uh, something where my microbes are at. I would think that would select for a different type of microbe. All right, I'll do a little research and we'll continue the conversation. But for now, we have some good comments. And thank Newbie. Uh, that wasn't Newbie. It was Happy Grows 420 for the question. Uh, and now we have... Hey, some... Hang on, there were some good comments I think we skipped over. Like Okay, stone, what do we have? Oh, yeah, yeah. Trout bomb and just what? happy... Uh, yes. Yeah, let uh, me hear your rights. Are you trying too hard? Are you trying not to inter be interrupt us too hard? No, I, did, I got some stuff right here, but just... Uh, Stone Drop Bomb's talking about uh, just the size of the plant, or they're just talking in general in the comments about the size of the plant. Really does matter how many, it, it, some people just love to continually pop seeds. So if you're popping seeds, you might just small plants, you might want to stay in a three gallon. Uh, I do, I will say that anything below a three gallon, you got to water every day, man. So if you're not going to set up a watering system, I like five gallon buckets for that. But it really does depend how fat, how long you want to veg things. And with regards to that nutrient, I'm going to do a shameless plug, plug for Grow Dots, man. If you're a new grower, most important thing is to get some success, to have a successful harvest and to start learning from there. Um, 
you certainly, I shouldn't say, if you found it, talked to soup or somebody like that and got a really good soup, super soil recipe, uh, you probably could have some success with that or just taking some grow dots and throwing them into some cocoa and watering with some recharge. I think that's a, put it this way, that's the idea behind these, this product is that it's a really easy way for somebody to, to have success, to take the nutrient and the pH out of the, you know, out of the uh, formula, I guess. So just some food for thought, sir. I dig it. Thanks, Stone Trout Mom, for the comment, as well as Rasufa. Kicking it, man. Kicking it. Uh, next. Oh, actually, this is good comments from DDC Patreon producers here. And first one is in from Joe's Quarantine. Joe's qu quarantine. Quarantine, man. Just Quarantine Kush, man. <laughs> okay. Maybe he's Quish. a corn fan, too, you know? Are you ready? Quick newbie grower question. I've harvested two nice plants of blueberry over the fall. Plants were from feminized seeds. And I found a single seed the other day while having a dessert session. Are these seeds usable? And is it feminized also because the mom was? Thanks in advance, fellas. Just joined the listening to the crew and shortly after signed up for the Patreon. Cheers. It says the seed looks good, by the way. Not just a little tiny. Sometimes those seeds you find don't look so viable. So the plant was feminized, harvested. And he's found a seed. What's a What's dessert session, man? Uh, you're, you is that like you just go in there? You're like, I'll take my ice cream and pie in the grow, please. And a bowl or Jay and yeah. some fine quarantine kush. That makes more sense, man. I've eaten my meal. Now here's a little dessert. I've actually. I am ignorant on this. Before. I was pushing it towards Guru. Is this seed feminized because the mom was feminized? So it depends. We probably don't have enough information really to be able to tell. Um, where the pollen came from. The pollen came from somewhere. A seed doesn't get created without uh, any pollen being there. So if this feminized plant uh pollinated itself then there's no chance for there to be a y chromosome anywhere that is what makes things male xx is female xy is male uh there's no chance for there to be a y chromosome in that pollen so yes the seed would be feminized but there's also a chance that that pollen came from somewhere else or there was a male in another tent or there was a male in that tent a while mm. ago and a little bit of pollen got in there because if that plant uh, like self-pollinated, you would expect to find more than just one seed from the entire plant. Um, so it seems like it might be pollen drift, but it's definitely possible that if the pollen came from that female, uh, it is a feminized seed. Only one way to find out, plant that thing. Hey, just a guru, we were talking about this beforehand and you know, you can always, I didn't have biology in high school, I had it in middle school. <laughs> but X, XY and XX chromosome, the Y is the male one. Is that right? Uh, yes. So y, it looks like y it's got a little pee, -pee we'll, hanging out there. I got it. I can remember. Can y is what will make it male. XX is always female. XY is always male. Uh, the pollen um, is what's going to have either an X or a Y chromosome in it. And but the idea is when you have a feminized uh, feminized plant, there are no Y chromosomes anywhere. There's no. just not a there because it was a female, an XX that pollinated itself. So that's all X's there, man. All X's, unless the pollen came from somewhere else. <laughs> More X's is than Vin Diesel, bro. I don't even get it. That's probably Triple good. X. Come on. Triple X, man. No. And then Ice Cube was Triple X, State of the Union. Ice Cube. They're like, Vin Diesel's too rich, man. Ice Cube? All right, I'm in. Uh, another good comment from Beams Big Green Trees. 
Hey, dude, love the show. I'm from Southwest Ontario. Cheers, as they say here in Canada. And I would like to hear what you or everyone does with excess cannabis from outdoor grows. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I can grow some massive dank outdoor plants and end up with a lot of excess from years past and Ziploc bags in my freezer, which leads to my question. How long does cannabis that has been in the freezer last for a couple uh, last for smoking or extraction? So um, you, Guru, we have uh, I've been slowly throwing the cannabis in the dumpster. I feel bad, man. My outdoor that wasn't I wasn't able to let it go as far as it should have gone because of the inspector literally i just took it and threw it in the dumpster after a while man i squeezed a little bit of it but there's all sorts of you know there's other plants a plant man you know so there anyway couldn't have yeah. you composted it scotty i could have sir i could have but uh <laughs> hey we've got the uh fed it to your neighbor's heck? cows or the horses or something at the hangar we made friends with the helicopter pilots there's a helicopter repair shop right nice. near us we should just take like bags of the uh, the two dollar shake grams and just what do you think? Throw them out, out of a helicopter. They didn't need, at least need be to be nugs, right? They're just blowing my mind about being the helicopter repairman. Like you got to get that right. There's you yeah. know. You well, you know what else <laughs> sucks is that you our can't have two. You can have our, two star our, review. <laughs> our spot is right. Yeah, is right near the helicopter repair shop. So if shit's gonna go wrong gonna go wrong around like right near takeoff or landing so <laughs> thumbs up there man uh so bud in the freezer i never if i put bud in the freezer one time i forgot why it did not come out nearly as good to toke on it still worked to get me a little high but i don't want to put bud in the freezer bud in the freezer uh, is plant material that still has water in it um and specifically in the like uh the the plant cells of it not in the actual trichomes trichomes when they get really cold they just get hard and freeze because right. they're <laughs> oil uh the actual plant material with water in it uh when it freezes it can expand and bust those cells open so it makes the weed not as good it'll look like a darker green right. if it's been stored in the freezer <clears throat> for too long that's not to say you couldn't smoke it it's not going to be ideal so no in his question he didn't specify uh how long can you keep it there and it'd be of like the utmost quality um, you can keep it in there indefinitely and still have something smokable. The it's trichomes is going to be good. It's going to preserve the trichomes that are on it's there. Prop. Go ahead. The the plant material smell and taste is just going to be there because all those cells have bust open. Um, if you're going to extract this, you can keep it in the freezer pretty much indefinitely until you're ready to wash it and uh, make some. I bet it'll whatever. I don't say oxidize, but something will happen. Same way as chicken does, man. But Keep chicken in the freezer for too long, man. A lot, Don't look like a lot slower and the same thing. It's it's freezer burn that, that chicken right. gets where right. uh, the cells inside of it have water in them. When it freezes, they expand and it's like explode. And like that's like literally what freezer burn is. What about you the fridge? What if you backpack it too? Backpacking it is going to be uh, a best practice if, you're, if you are going to put it in the fridge or freezer. Oh, sorry. That was my question. Sometimes people just live some places where it can get freaking hot. There's nowhere. Let's say there's nowhere in their house that gets below 80 or whatever. I mean, at that point, or even in a typical house, what, why, if you have room, wouldn't it be better for us to store our cured cannabis in the fridge than room temperature of, let's say 75? Uh, for long-term storage. Yes. Uh, you wouldn't want to have your jar that you're smoking like throughout the day be in there just because uh, <laughs> anytime you take a jar out of the fridge, you need to let it come up to room temperature before you open it. Otherwise, condensation can occur and get your butt all wet. And, like, that's definitely not what you want. 
Um, so again, backpacking and putting stuff in there is going to be a big plus and letting, That's it come, what I, letting it come to room temperature before you actually bust open the jar. It's science. Same with hash. Same thing with hash. You don't want to open a hash that just came out of the freezer, out of the fridge. In Colorado, you can get away with it because it's so dry here. But if you're anywhere else uh, and there's some relative humidity around it, it will condensate. And then you get a, a, a weird watery dab and those are never fun. Same as uh, cheese, I recommend. I like a fine cheese. And when you take it out of the fridge, let it come up to room temperature so its terpene profile comes alive for your taste buds. Mm. Hey, back, to, <laughs> back to this question, though. Uh, behind me is, I can't remember if it's a 10 or a 20-gallon washer, but you can get giant or you can just get uh, like those metal garbage cans with 20-gallon bubble bags, and you can bubble a lot of cannabis, you know, if, if you want to do all that stuff. So, um, yeah, garbage can, bubble bags, a lot of ice, and you can certainly consolidate that outdoor down into something that's really delicious. Or you can just, just take it and uh, make it into bubble hash. Don't process it anymore, but you can squeeze it after that. Dabs. Or you could just dabs, bail it up bro. with this outdoor machine if you have too much <laughs> yeah. outdoor. I don't know if you show this video, Guru. This is what he reminded me of, man. I put this video up because when he's like, I got a lot of extra weed from my outdoor. <laughs> We're checking out a machine here that bails up, which looks like it's bailing up like ground up hay or something. But it's that's automation. Weed, that's him. And that's weed, bro. That is a fucking bale of weed right there. The automation in uh, agriculture is is pretty awesome. Um, all right. Delicious. Let's take yeah. two. I don't know. Uh, is it awesome, man? I can't tell. I guess it is, man. Got to feed the people somehow. Yeah, but I mean, do you want two people wrapping that? It would take two people walking around that with plastic to wrap that. Is it better <laughs> to have the people out there? Or is it, Jesus, that thing is crazy looking, man. That's ASMR. You're reminding me of, of manual labor versus machine labor. And a, a little example, which I believe you've, I've, and you've influenced me on. Uh, the line was big at the store the other day. London Drugs is what it's called here. It's like a Walgreens with a Best Buy melded together. Um, and a pharmacy and a post office all in one. It's kind of convenient. But uh, all their automated checkouts were broken down and the line was kind of getting long behind the customer service ladies, you know, and you could, you could tell the little bit of tension. Sometimes people just, when there's a line, either people in line or people servicing the line, I'm not on any time limit. And then, you know, I'd eventually get up in there and GP is now, how you doing? You know, be as nice as you can. And I'm like, I see what you did there. And it's just like six year old lady. And she's like, what do you mean? You're like, you shut all those down. Job security, right? And she just started cracking up because you're like saying, don't go to the machines, go to the cashiers, man. Keep these people employed for God's sakes. Like when you see the whack Arnold's, what I call McDonald's at the, sure. the airport, at the Seattle airport, it has all the kiosks. And then there's still some people behind registers, but for how long? Anyway. Yeah, it, it is. It is crazy, bro. I'm starting to wonder Sorry. that myself, man. A little bit of a rant there. Uh, before I'm we still have... at the, the the robot, the Domino's robot delivery. It doesn't that don't they aren't they working on a delivery robot drone type thing? Domino's is. I would not doubt it at all. <laughs> well, That's how I want to go, man. I would either want to get assassinated by the government or run down by a Domino's automated uh, pizza carrier. How fun would it be though to like just random? You could be a drone sniper, man. There's an Amazon drone. Let's see what we can get. You know, and right. you get hungry for lunch, you shoot down the Domino's drone. You know what I'm saying? There, then you need to party. They're delivering drugs with them, man. It's pretty fucking brilliant, man. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. Uh, 
Let's take it to before another couple of grow questions. Grow hack, what's going on? Our grows up your grow skill. We got dogrows.com forward slash buds. This is five. Hey, that's top a good t shirt, man. Up your grow. <laughs> and then you flip it over and it says skill on the bottom. So this is, uh, we bumped or have bumped. Do we bump heads? Is that a saying? Put our heads together for our top five grow tips so far throughout our growing careers that have just been what's been the most influential to get the best out of your grow, whether it was VBD. lighting. No, we should argue, man. All right. Genetics. No, it's environment, mm. man. No, it's genetics. But this no, is a way writing to this. whether you're an experienced grower, you want to give yourself a little audit, a new grower, go to dudegrows.com forward slash buds. 90 days to better buds. Why 90? I don't know. Did I agree with that? Because that's a harvest, man. That's how, that's how long it's going to take you to go from, hey, man, I'm going to try is- these things from clone to harvest. And then you're going to be like, holy shit, I got better buds, man. It is day 90, and these are clearly better buds, man. Interesting. Take interesting. Just a tiny bit of reading. So that's if that's if I got this right, that means you can harvest four times a year. Yes, yes, even more. I think that was too tight, man. Ninety days can be. You, all right, I'll try it. I'll check it out. Um, Look, I'm at go- day ninety, you're going to be like, all right, I haven't harvested or smoked, but this is definitely better bud <laughs> than the shit that I grew. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Dugos.com <laughs> forward slash buds. Check it out. Yes. Next question: Chloramine. In municipal water supply by Zoomer. So is it pretty standard that water supplies around the nation, if you're on the city water supply, all use chlorine and or chloramine or one or the other? Do you know? I, th- I think it is one or the other. And just to be clear, chemically, a guru took chemistry, chlorine, yeah, chloramine is a little bit of ammonia and chlorine mixed together. Do I have that right? Uh, chemically mixed together, where it, it's a completely different compound. Uh, but yeah, it, it's chlorine and chlor- and uh, ammonia. And it just keeps it from, I know they say chloramines will last in the water for up to 30 days, I think. Chloramines, uh, I'm not sure their exact uh, degradation period. Uh, but yeah, they even when the line is not under pressure, mm-hmm. it's a big difference between it and chlorine. The chlorine stays in the line while it's under pressure. As soon as it's under regular Earth's atmosphere, it starts to come out. Sure. And all of it comes out within 24 hours. Right. Chloramines persist for a lot longer um, in there. So, all right, I'll read a little here and we'll, we'll hit it. it says, hey, I will, t- just real quick, I will tell you as far as when using microbes with chlorine or chloramine, the amount that they do put in with either of them, the amount that they do put in the pipes really doesn't affect how the microbes work. And They're, that's, it's, so like the chloramines and chlorines have a certain amount of oxidative potential. I mean, they're going to uh, neutralize some of the microbes, but, but the ridiculous number of them that are in there, uh, you can't even tell the difference between the ones with chloramine, chlorines, or uh, deionized water. Yeah, we played with it. Now, that being said, here, let me just, uh, well, what Zoomer says here, so we can, uh, says, Zoomer Hi, I love the is show. universal for mushrooms, right? What? Zoom? Zooms? No? No, Zoomers, those are boomers. Boomers? Boom. No? So zoom, Zoomer is not, has nothing to do with mushrooms? I don't think so. I just at this point call them mushrooms. I guess <laughs> anyway. zoom, did, zoom did take over, man, didn't it? Man, maybe this is high. Love the show. I listen to every episode. Thank you. Thank you for digging the show. I'm on my third grow now, and I'm thinking of going full organic. However, I found out that my city puts chloramine in the water. It doesn't evaporate out the way chlorine does and doesn't play nice with the microbes. I'll stop there. Um, When you guys just said microbes, the sheer amount of microbes, maybe you're speaking specifically of recharge, 
or that chlorine in the amount of chlorine or chloramine in municipal water doesn't kill them all off. You are, hang on. You are right. And I'm seeing what's what what's going on. If you're just growing your own microbial population naturally in a living soil, uh, you definitely and you're really relying on those the populations naturally growing. You're feeding them. Uh, you don't want to be pouring chlorine well, or chloramines can, on there when you're dumping a bunch of uh, pre-selected uh, bacteria and fungi species that are meant to kind of. Uh, uh, persist in those kind of environments, uh, then you can kind of, you know, fudge your way with the, whatever kind of water you want. Let me ask it this way. Why does the municipality put chlorine or chloramine in their water supply? Is it to keep the pipes from getting grungy? Is it to keep... It's to keep people from getting sick from contaminated water and keeping the water potable so that you can drink it. Yeah. Think about how quick water goes cloudy. If you leave it sealed water, you know, with just a little bit Mm -hmm. of, you know, whatever contaminant in there starts growing some crap in there. So. Got it. Okay. So it goes on here to say the internet, of course, has all kinds of contradictory advice on this. Ignore it, get an RO system, aerate the water, use aquarium water conditioner, et cetera. On the flip side, there are people saying an RO system won't do anything about fluoramine Aerating is useless. Water conditioners are bad. I haven't used ever like an what? aquarium water conditioner. What's well, up? Let's, let's just hit that real quick. Is reverse osmosis no? Carbon filters uh, get out chlorine and chloramines. Do they not, Guru? They definitely do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the idea so like behind the, the carbon filter, and they're cheap. The, the main reason to get an RO system is to bring your TDS down. Uh, they help remove dissolved solids that right. are in there Sodium by passing uh, the water through a membrane that only lets, it's only big enough to let a water molecule through. Uh, carbon filters are a little bit different in that they're trapping up uh, organic compounds that are in, in the water. Um, so yeah, a carbon filter is all you need for chloramines and chlorines. If you have high TDS and you need to get that down, that's when you want to jump into an RO system. Like if you're in Southern California or Southern Florida or somewhere with uh, just high TDS out of the tap, no matter what. And for just chlorine, he says aerating is useless. Uh, For just chlorine, bubbling some water with an aerator will get the chlorine out quicker. Yeah. Uh, But not with chloramine. With chloramines, they're in there. Dankosaurus says vitamin C, also known as ascorbic acid, We'll remove chloramine and it doesn't take too much. I've got chloramine in my municipal water. And that is pretty interesting because Dankosaurus, man, ding, ding, you, you win, man, for common of the day. This one got us down a rabbit hole and I think he's right, man. He, she, they. Uh, Yeah, we were just Googling around. This is from natureswayresources.com. Vitamin C filters. For showers, this works better than other types at removing chloramines. It takes about a thousand milligrams of vitamin C to remove chloramines from forty gallons of water. That's and they're not saying that much, this right? Out, Aren't like tablets? Out, don't, don't you get like thousand milligram vitamin C tablets? Yeah. So, and it says it doesn't have a detrimental effect on pH. So, I didn't find there. I did find a shower attachment one, but look around, dig into that vitamin C filters, which takes me to what is in the water conditioner for aquariums. Is that just absorbic acid? Because some of these water conditioners for aquariums I'm seeing don't seem that expensive. It's a few mils per gallon. I guess it depends on how much you're watering in. Do you know much about right. those, Drew? Is that something we shouldn't use on the horticultural side of things? What using like vitamin C? Uh, no, that- no, the water conditioner for aquariums. If it's good for the fish, I'm thinking it's going to be okay for my plants. Um, I am not an aquarium guy. I'd actually have to take, <laughs> take a look at it. And <laughs> 
No, no worries. That was just an uh, interesting conversation. And thanks uh, yeah, for hitting that up. I do, I am on well water, so not typically you're good, but my well water is good. I think it's only at a, not even 100. It's like 80-something PPM, which we're good to go. You ever hear about uh, people giving aspirin to their plants? That's, I have. Uh, that's that legit, is, though. Legit. Well, it's, it's salicylic acid. That's what really? aspirin is, yeah. Do you hear about Real Growers' new product, man? Aspirin? What do you got? <laughs> i only kidding. No, we, there was a product out there. I can't remember the name of it that um, was the same concept. Man, it was like a little pouch or something we'd sell at the grocery store. Yeah, uh, what's it? Pallets, or, or same thing, uh, aloe. It's the same thing. Yeah. Got it. Got that, it. Or, well, or uh, any acne medicine, too. It's all salicylic acid is the active ingredient in that. I am. I'm taking uh, from the birdcage. You ever seen that movie? Fucking funny, man. It has purin tablets, man. I'm going to sell Purin tablets, all right? It's, I have it's the A and the N rubbed off of aspirin. Who's 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 uh, starred in that? Uh, that's the uh, Nathan Lane and uh, Robin Williams and Hank Azaria, who's like the voice of Moe and all these Simpsons characters, was in there. Funny as hell, man. Funny, man. Good old Robin Williams. I'm, I'm going to check me out some Patch Adams maybe later. Was that the name of that movie? A Real Tear Jerker. I know it was, it was. <laughs> grow hacks here. Oh, before the grow hacks, uh, I got to tell you guys to pick yourself up, inoculate your soil, pick up some recharge. Come on now, make growing easier. Make make it easier for you. Realgrowers.com. You're, you're in not Canada even going to say growing. anything, man. It's like what? I got my hair done and you're not going to say anything. This is like I got a boob job. You're not going to say anything. Look at realgrowers.com, man. What'd you it's, do? I haven't checked it out. Did you get a uh, facelift over there? Yeah, it looks good, man. Hi C oh. and Banner have been working on making this. It just was such a simple, you know, the best I could do for years was make it a, a, a place where actually I was scared to make any claims at all because I didn't want to say anything about weed. But uh, yeah, it was just such a simple website before that really didn't explain I, anything that well. And now it's fucking beautiful. I know. Now, now you, you really can, get it, man. You want to know what recharge is? Go over there, man. You can grow with confidence, simplify and grow anything anywhere, Scotty. When you no go to realgrowers.com. That's what that's what I want you to do, man. I want you to know you have confidence that you're going to do uh, a, have a good grow. And I want it to be easy for you, man. If Make you're in Canada easy. and you want to see the complete opposite, the most <laughs> simple website ever to get recharged, go to yes. dudesworld.ca. Dudes it's up there, by the way. It's up there. If you go to my site and you just click the little Canada flag over there, you get you right to it. There's a maple syrup bottle right next to it. They'll both work. Amazon Prime as well. Real Growers Recharge, guys. Get some microbes up in your grow. If you don't know, compatible with all your systems. Uh, hood it up, hit it up. I hear there's good customer service over at realgrowers.com. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Grow That's hacks, man. I want to check out uh, a filter here, air intake filter, leaning on the automobile industry. Filter all thing, all the things posted by C3. Says, I've been using these cheap knockoff car air filters for years on all my fans and tent intakes. They're available in different sizes and four and six inches are very common. They fit on AC Infinity fans very well. The pictures is of fresh air intake fan for my grow we're just looking at this it looks like you know the knn style filter yep you get you get for your car when you want to think you're boosting it up but i was told my mechanics said they don't filter shit very good at all that's why they give you more air intake simply put 
That's a little um, dirty engine going to matter, man. You know, you're racing. They fit on AC Infinity fans very well. The pitcher is of a fresh air intake pan for my grow room. These filters also fit on flexible ducting, but require some actual duct tape to seal to 100%. I put one on top of my 4 bay 8 tent in the vent hole and cinch the ties around it, and it works great. That's exactly what I do with my 2x4 tent, but I have a 40 control filter up there, and I just set it in the vent hole, and that's where my air intake comes in. Um, even though the fans on the bottom of the tent, that's the only opening. So, and those work yep. awesome. So the idea how much- here is, is these are just supposed to, just if you have like debris, like dust or, you know, like if you're in kind of a dirty environment, I guess, because this isn't going to like stop any kind of, not like a HEPA filter or anything like that. It's going to stop any powdery mildew spores or anything. I will just know it's rating. See, that's what um, actually just commented on what I said. These are available on Amazon for about 20 bucks, which is much cheaper than those mushroom shaped filters, which are the dust shrooms I'm talking about. And I don't know, Scotty, that is a good point. At what rating micron pore size does this automotive filter filter down to? And I think because he mentions it in there too. Those filters are designed to be oiled. Ah, uh, that is true, too. and that probably would catch a lot. And you put oil on them, some kind of what does it say? A clear? Yeah, here you go. Uh, uh, just oil it with an odorless oil of your choice, man. Do not use an oil that solidifies at room temperature. Like <laughs> <That'd be> a <laughs> mess. Suck. Yeah. Same as, the, again, same as that dust room you had. I don't know how cleanable this is. That one was really hot water. You could totally clean it and sponge it out, and then you let it completely dry, and then you re-oil it, and you're good to go. Um, I don't ham on it. I don't worry. This is a nice grow hack. Um, I don't worry about my air intake a ton, depending on where my grow is, but I should since I have gotten bud mold a couple times here for sure. Right. Uh, Those do sometimes, uh, AC Infinity is quiet already, but they will quiet down a fan sometimes as well, if you've got a loud fan. Well, uh, these, I wonder on how much draw, I don't want to say draw is the right word, but restriction, airflow moving through these, versus some are very unrestrictive. Again, not a sponsor, but just because I've used one, the dust room really doesn't restrict your airflow at all. But good grow hack, man. You should be filtering your air regardless. Um, I was just saying... I don't have to deal with much PM and just to keep the grow cleaner, any potential bug bug flying around. It's a good idea. That is true, man. You're you're going to suck everything into that tent. Yeah. For 20 bucks. Why not? Good grow. hack. Thumbs up, man. Yes. Yes. Shout Uh, out. Who's this from? This is from C3, man. C3. C3. Thank you so much, man. Excellent grow hack. All right. Now we have. is on fire today, dude. All right. Pest, Pest by Daytona Express. It was that A and E together that messed with me there. Daytona Express. All right. Just wondering what these are. I got me some. We're looking at a picture here, guys. Little slender, like mini rice flake green color bugs on leaves. Hang on. These are real skinny bugs. All right. Yes, they're they're rice shaped and it's super important. They do not have a big butt to them. Um, they do not have two black spots looking at you. We could just tell them what they are because I was like, what are these? And you guys were both like, dude, thrips. obviously thrips. Hey, yep. Be even more thrips. specific. These are tobacco thrips. Mm. You can tell that because they are darker colored. Then why are they getting on the weed plant, man? They're confused. Um, Because they, Boots, just because their man. name is a tobacco thrip <laughs> doesn't mean they uh, discriminate on food, food sources. All right. Just yeah. wondering what you, these you are. Like, we got you that. You like tobacco and weed, dude. Why can't they? I got me some Dr. Zymes, but I've been lucky to not have too many pest issues. So is 
So is this a spray down and good to go or toss and start over? Only on week three with two seven-gal autos. No, we can totally take care of this. this Treated with neem three times in two weeks and no difference. Also tried to physically kill a few. A few days I've sprayed, but waking up the same seven or eight total on four big fan leaves they each have. Okay, thrips. I like that when you get frustrated and you want to physically kill things. That is, well, mechanical removal is a thing, man. Depends on how hungry you are, I guess. I, there is I one, can start. Hold on, go ahead. I was going to say, there is for if you're in the States yeah, uh, and you can get your hands on Spinisad, they'll have it at like just a general garden center. They'll have yeah. it at the grow shop. Uh, it will take care of thrips. Absolutely no problem. Uses the directions that are on the back of the bottle. And it will take care of this problem. You can find uh, it on Amazon. One, one or two sprays. You can What's, find it on Amazon. It's Monterey something. You can find it cheap. It's Monterey. Monterey, Monterey Garden Spray. Go, yeah, there you go. But I yeah. would say that uh, two-step two approach. I have a grower friend that has been battling. You know, he's harvested and they're not going to totally take you out. A telltale, telltale sign of these guys is like this little... It almost looks like a silver flecking, like in the leaf. Yep. It's not like yep. dots, like spider mites. Spider mites make all these little dots. Uh, but he kept treating them, probably not at a quick enough interval, with a foliar spray of just a liquid pyrethrum type. I don't know, suffocant, if you will. Uh, very broad spectrum type of crap. That's Let me show that really quick. That is a good. That, yeah, you're right, dude. It is a weird. Spider mites have a more of a um, like, a like a uniform dot. Taken pinhole. out, man. Yeah, Spider, pinhole. Spider bites are little pinholes. Thrips leave like weird little streaks, <clears throat> streaks along the plant as they eat it. Yeah, and most so, of the time they look clear, like that one. Uh, I don't know if you're, which one you're showing, but yeah, like those clear ones. Or yep. So their life cycle involves the soil, though. So I'm not exactly sure how. Maybe you know, Guru. I think they land. They they that's their larval stage. Is in the top like top layer of the soil. Mm-hmm. So basically, you can spray to beat them down. I also like beneficial nematodes. I've been finding more products, even just, I'm not saying, you know, they got uh, on Amazon as far as, I've always told people to, not that I just want to go promote Amazon right away, but to have viability in your nematodes. When you get them on the sponge or the live nematodes um, in Canada, there's this buglady.ca, go figure, because I think there's the bug lady down there. And in different places, you'll find insectaries or people that can get you live nematodes. But on Amazon, I've been finding, I, I, this is, I searched beneficial nematodes and they're coming in these, I don't know if it's a dormant form or if that's possible, I guess, but they're fungus gnats, um, I don't, different species here that aren't, like I'm not worried about it's going to come in the mail in the week. Are they already dead? So I would encourage that. I guess they keep them in the fridge. They have those ones that are in those sponges that last for weeks. But you're right. That is in the fridge, though. And it depends on if this is refrigerated or not, too. I do just want to point out this is shipped and sold by Amazon.ca. So they store this in their warehouse. Um, I would not, uh, just as a general rule of thumb, trust the viability of nematodes, a living thing from, from Amazon. Uh, just so to your knowledge, we, we don't there's no know like there, we don't know. There's no room temperature stable nematode products that I am aware of um, off the top. And they don't have a dormancy thing like, you know, the bacteria will say. No, and, they, they don't have a uh, spore form or they're not spore form. Interesting. I'll have to look into that a little more. Um, just generally, but, you want to get your nematodes as close to the source as you possibly can. Right. If your grocery store <laughs> is getting them from like Arbico or something like that, asking them when they're getting a fresh shipment of to get those in. Or just getting them direct from someone like Arbico that sells them sure. in uh, 
like consumer facing packaging and everything. I still want to try not this. A, not a, you don't have to be at a huge scale to order. From them. Question for the order Canadian. That's like what twelve American. I might try it. Question for uh, what order of doing things? Because I just found spider mice, some type of spider mice on my. I have a lime tree, and like Scotty said once, once you get a lime tree. It always has some type of effing bug. Oh, I mean, and, it's ha- and just specifically, spider mites love lemon trees almost more than anything else. You can use them as an indicator plant if you want to. Yeah, where the fuck were you ten years ago, man? When I decided to bring a little <laughs> bit of Florida to my grow room. So, um, well, I was like, oh shit, man, I got to take care of these because I might be rushing too quick one day and go from watering that and brush against it and take a spider mite to my, you know, my, t- right. my grow tent, which wouldn't be cool. Or let's say you have your plants removable. When you find, whether it's thrips, spider mites, whatever you have, wouldn't the first step, if you have it available to you, be to take that thing either outside or for me, it was outside or to your shower with the hose in and just mechanically wash the whole damn thing down and then treat it with whatever. You're spraying with a spinosad, you're spraying something for mites and neem. Try and mechanically get them all off. Or does that make sense? Or are you trying to, before you move it, kill everything that's on there no that's so like part of a general ipm is before you go in with anything else you want to do a couple knockdowns you could do a mechanical removal knockdown and then follow that with a chemical knockdown and then move on to the like general biologicals um that you can use but if your plants are movable isn't that mechanical knockdown the most i mean obviously you're 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 gonna beat some down of course you're gonna get them off the plant that would be the easiest one to do first and then spray right Cause you're going to, and I was using really cold water too, which I figured they hated. If, if somebody came and sprayed me down with high pressure, cold water, I'm getting the F out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it is <laughs> a, a tool in the toolbox. Not everyone has the ability to pull a plant to move out, their, yeah. soak it down with cold water. Um, it's more applicable to a smaller grow for sure. I'm thinking of a commercial grow, like, okay, whatever, dude. But, uh, uh the, Oh, and another one just off the top of my head, uh, spider bites love Kratom more than almost anything I've ever seen. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, just, no. I, yeah. They, and not more than a lime. The limes, they literally just pull the sap out. Or the lemons, they just pull, pull the sap out. So it's just sticky. The whole fucking leaf is just sticky. And yeah, it's amazing. That's my, that was, that's one I would say, man. Citrus. Thanks for helping out in the comments there. Soup and Sunny and Bactopia, what's up? Yeah. Um, hey, I don't want to diss on that fungus gnat stuff. I want to try some of it for real. I want to see, uh, you know, the nematodes. I want to see if they can make a dormant nem- nematode. It'd be cool. I mean, and don't Where's just go on am- I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and get, uh, I don't have any, actually, uh, currently. You realize that Amazon is just the mall that these independent stores true, are true, working true. in? True, true, I think that's, it's not- dude, you, dude, you showed me the metaverse. You, you, dude uh, sent me, like, a video on the metaverse yesterday, and I got it. Like you're gonna have to hang out in Amazon's mall. It's gonna be a virtual mall. You're gonna have to hang out there, man. You have to go to Facebook's mall and hang out there. You know? Yeah. Stay tuned. I'll show. Actually, the next wake and bake, maybe we could show part of that. But uh, actually, um, man, you got me distracted now thinking all about the metaverse shit. Because sometimes I just trip out so hard on it. I'm like wondering, is this show? Are we gonna? Is are we still gonna be on YouTube, or is it even gonna make sense? Where like all podcasts be- and video shows are in the metaverse. People complain about my video quality, here, man. We're going to be all hanging out here together, man, in 3D, bro. You know, but I'm going to look like I can like, but I won't look like me. I'll have like Smurf color skin and some weird ass. Like it'll be like a animated look type thing. Right. I just want to throw if I want an here. elephant head. I'll wear an elephant head. man. All right. I got to throw it out here that the dude was in the metaverse before the metaverse was a thing. 
Uh, we used to green screen him into the studio where he was hanging out in the studio and he was not here. It is true, man. It is true. Yeah, just add another you dimension were, to that. You were okay? one of the metaverse pioneers, dude. I'll take it. I will take it. Uh, we got a shout out on the pros list before we talk about what's going on in our grows. I want to shout out to Build a Soil. You find the pros, pros list guy. Pros list guys by dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Slow it down, caffeine. Uh, but build a soil, man. Great place if you're obviously, I love it. It's too easy to say. Great place if you're building a soil, go to buildasoil.com. More than that, though, a lot of different ingredients, nutritional inputs, great IPM programs, with natural products. And most importantly, uh, the way they source their products, trying to have the most ethically, environmentally friendly without all types of different crap in it, which I should actually, some of them do have a lot of different types of crap in it. But I know what you're saying, man. Remember we were talking to oh, Mike from Gorilla Boost Cocoa and he was so proud because his cocoa, they use like the minimum amount of water to wash the salts out of it. Like they had a really sensible, water sensible system. And they were like, a lot of these people go and they buy these giant companies go, they buy all the cocoa core and then they take all the fresh water from the village to wash the cocoa <sighs> core. And it's like- yeah, you don't want to support something. You were talking about voting with your dollars. Jeremy does have the choice to go buy blood meal from a disgusting CAFO slaughterhouse or go find a sustainable, you know, a, a farm where he believes in now they're or an organic farm, I should say, where it's all being done right and buy his blood meal from there. I mean, I'm sure yeah. the quality of inputs is huge. Yeah, check them out, buildasoil.com. And just because I've been loving them, I'll squeeze in one quick one. AC Infinity, been supporting a lot of the podcasters and content in this arena, guys. So definitely check out acinfinity.com, coupon code DUDE. DudeGrows.com forward slash pros has our AC Infinity Amazon coupon code. If you are Amazon only shopper, I know some of you are. It's okay. No, and if you guys need the Amazon code, look down in the description. It's It's down in there. Just click it and it'll take you there. On the YouTube description? On the YouTube description and the right. podcast description. I think that's one of my pet peeves what Guru just did when podcasters or YouTubers like just subscribe here. Comment, or, like, subscribe. Yeah. And then they have pop up things. Yeah, that's too cutesy <laughs> for you, dude. Too cutesy. <laughs> it's a little too cutesy. <laughs> or when people are going crazy with their screen switching around, like, me talking right now within the next 10 seconds, they'd like zoom in or zoom out or change the angle or be like, you know what that's this all what about? you have to do to keep people's attention? Yes. Two seconds. <laughs> Watch regular TV. You will see that they either zoom in, zoom out or change angles, even if it's slightly every two seconds. Okay. Dudegrows.com forward slash pros. We're not going to do that. What's going on in your grow, Scotty? Yes, what's going on in my grow is grow tents, man. I'm actually, dude, my grow is just running. I got the grow dots and the recharge, and it's fucking on board already, man. I made new clones. I got my, I got my, I, I made like a kind of cool six pack. I, I keep on debating whether to actually make a product called the Real Bucket System because it's so fucking easy to make them yourselves, but it's a pain in the ass to source all the crap. You know, all the parts and everything like that. But I made myself a little six pack. Uh, five, it's three and a half gallon buckets inside of a five gallon bucket. And uh, it's just got like a little I think of reservoir that, that uh, controls the water right at three inches. And so these plants and it's hooked up to a water line from the city. So this never runs out of water. They've got the grow dots so they uh, don't run out of nutrient and they literally grow themselves, man. They just sit there and sip up the water from the bottom and they just grow themselves, man. You just encourage people to source. It's hard when you can so when you know people can source 
things locally. Um, but then you're going to try and put it together and ship it to them from somewhere else. The last thing I want to do, man, but you know, it's kind of a pain in the ass to get three and a half gallon buckets. Some places it's not that easy. And then, uh, it's a three and a half gallon bucket in a five gallon bucket, but then you kind of have to have a hole saw or a step bit to get that grommet in there. How vertical is that? That's the only thing that you, so you have a five gallon bucket and then a three and a half insert, which adds another three inches or something. Yeah. I think it's it about just seems vertical inches high. Yeah, Can you I source mean, me a low profile, uh, yeah. you know, real bucket, please? So I don't yeah, have so can, much. But do you want to buy, you know, it's like minimum order is 25 of them and makes sense to get a power. It's just, you know, there's all these things where to build, you know, one or two of these buckets is. Yeah, it, it wouldn't cost you too much, man. Just a little bit of a pain in the ass. You got to go get the right tubing and the right fittings and the right float valve and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm going to make a couple, man. I'm going to make a few just because I need them for a few other grows that I'm playing around with. But I'm going to put uh, one of those with three. I'm going to put two uh, five gallons and a little controller bucket in the middle. I'm going to do those in these two by four tents. I have two two by four tents. One AC Infinity was cool enough to hook me up with their two by four. And then I have one back in the day, I bought this cheap drying tent called a Grow Lab. I will tell you the difference between the two tents is huge. The one has like real metal, like with like real, real like fittings, like same as Gorilla, man. Uh, just a high quality fitting that, you know, remember Gorilla used to hang on theirs, their yep. tents. Uh, the one that I got, the $100 Amazon one is literally like one of those shelving units, like inside of the tent. Like there's no frame except it's the shelving unit. Yeah. So it makes a good drying tent, but I'm going to play around with them. I'm going to do, remember we had the question about uh four by fours today. Yes, I had a four yes. by four tent. I'm going to do that, take that same amount of space, but I'm going to do two separate two by fours. So it's the same 16 square foot, but I'm going to run a veg tent and a flower tent. And I'm thinking that if I can clone perpetual harvest, if I can clone, then flip to flower then I can have the uh, the veg tent constantly having plants. So every 60 days, you're putting new plants in the flowering tent. So you never have any downtime on the flowering tent. And if you can do that out of a two by four, you, now you can harvest every 60 days. That's you know six harvests a year. If you're getting, I don't know, could you get a pound out of those two plants, man? Can you imagine getting five, six pounds out of a uh, four by a 16 square foot area? Show me. You're going to have to show me. Scotty growing in two by fours. Uh, it's not your skill set. It's not what you've done, at least. I'm not saying you can't do it. You know, you've always grown bigger grows, bigger grow rooms, bigger areas without. What's up? Sorry. I'm spending a lot of time growing these days, man. I've been really working with the grow dots, playing around with them. And I've been, we built this grow. What has it been a year, over a year? Uh, I remember Rowdy Rick was perpetually building this grow, spent a lot of time, money, and energy on it. And I love going out here. I will either I'll work out and I'll go in the grow. That's like my evenings right there. And cook. What's the report on grow dots giving a how how many days are you supposed to get out of bloom with them? Thirty or sorry, that would make no sense. Sixty. Yeah, 70? solid sixty. Solid six. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, seventy. You should be able to get seventy out of them. And they start and, meaning they start to wane right about week fourteen. They start to wane. Do you have any reports on growers seeing uh, like a flush or a fade or? Yo, I'm the, you know, I'm my own guinea pig with this stuff. And yeah, I had a beautiful fade. If you take a look at my last harvest, 
purple, you know, the, the buds just come uh, fading to like okay. a purple and just beautiful, man. You just, you have to time it right. You know, that's what, if you want the fade, if you believe in the flush, just, <laughs> then just time it right, man. If you don't believe in well, the flush. I want to see it. You do need to change things up. I get it as far as, uh, you know, saying things are easy and chugging along. I would suggest that you tone down or chill out on your other room a little bit. If you're going to try and rock two, two by fours and go for this. So you don't have too much growing on, you know, you don't have too much weed around there, I guess. Um, I mean, you're you, literally talking two plants on each of the tents and true. And they're supposed to be two, like super easy growing method. I'm trying to, man, I, I sound like a broken record about trying to make growing easy. That's my goal. Uh, I think I'm going to try it in the two by fours. I don't think I've really grown. No, I haven't grown in two by fours. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to see what it takes. AC infinity was cool enough to hook me up with one of those fans has the temperature and humidity control kind of mm -hmm. makes it easy. I think I got to put a humidifier in the room and I should be good. I think yeah. it should be good, man. You will yeah. need a humidifier in dry ass Colorado. Uh, all right. I will, I will steal it from here in my grow. Uh, you can check out my little two by three tent. I have an image of it here. You'll notice versus the uh, red solo cups. I go for all terracotta. I like style. Okay. Um, <laughs> these are there, man. The three back plants, and there's no we weed plants here, are jalapenos. They're already setting off some blooms. The front one's a hot hob. And then when I tried the salad, I grew out in just four-inch containers, just microgreen salad mix. I grew like four-inch leaves. It was so damn good. I immediately, I'm like, I should always have a little bit of lettuce going. I got some mustard greens going in there right by the hygrometer as well. But I've realized now that once these peppers continue to grow, I need to take them up to probably at least two gals. Like, where am I going to put my weed plant, dude? So I am bringing in, I have a 600 R spec from HLG that I am going to run like at 30% probably. And I'm trying to just make this bakery more of the grow room. Um, question, Guru, dimmed it down. You, you don't lose any spectrum on LED. Is that across the board or just does that pertain to certain diodes? Uh, certain diodes behave different ways, but for the most part, most LEDs nowadays, there's no spectral degradation as you start to dim it at all. Okay, which is going to be dope because I need more room to start a couple autos on the grow dots. When I harvest, my iRead genetics are at about a month in. So when I'm trying to plan ahead, when am I going to pop these seeds? I know at a certain point I'm going to be gone for like a week on uh, spring break. Yo, what's up? 2022 spring break. <laughs> Uh, yeah, good luck. Start. good luck, man. Dude, that's, I'm looking at this and this is a complete opposite of mine. Mine requires that the city doesn't shut my water off for the plants to keep going. This thing or requires you, you peeking in every what day, every half a day. I'm peeking in there. Yeah. When I'm around, when I'm growing the microgreens and stuff, once those microgreens are not microgreens, I'm growing those out to like sometimes five inch leaves like a full but once all those get a little root bound in there yeah they want to be watered every day like i would be better if i had like an nft system for greens which i don't know i'm scratching my head but regardless i am around and there's no gardening going on outside right now i'm needing this tent to fit some autos on grow dots when i am out of town i'm gonna have somebody taking care of my plants and it's be nice to say you know what just water them all you gotta do is water them okay no nutrient mixing so and then what are you laughing at this is 14-day quarantine dude here, man. Dude had to stay at home <laughs> after, the, after the Cowboy Cup for a while. He's like, I'll just do these, man. They'll be fine, man. I'll come see you all the time. We'll hang out together. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sometime when I'm not being recorded, I'll share my quarantine plan with you. Um, but on the other thing I want to say, when you ask what's going on in my grow, check out, I just took a screenshot of my phone of my pulse on point here. This is what's nice about the pulse, wherever you're at, if you're just like, shit, I wonder what's good, you know, and it hits, I'm seeing in my point here, <clears throat> you see at the top, it says dudes grow. I got my temps at 74, a little low humidity, 58 lights, full bore on VPD 1.2, nailing it. VPD 1.2 in bloom with that temp is, I would like to be running a little warmer guys. But we're in a cold spell here right now. And my CO2 with my single candle, look at that down there, maintaining 700 and almost 50 parts per million, which is sweet, man. My CO2 candle hack, if you guys haven't heard, I bought like a hundred pack of tea lights. One tea light lasts me like a light cycle and a half. And uh, it's ambiance too. When you're looking in there and you see the little tea light going on, but the pulse is definitely nice to check with my alerts to let me know when my candle's out or when your CO2 is empty or when anything's going on. Um, so I definitely dig the monitoring and, uh, yeah, I and you need to think about the idea that it's named pulse that could get you out of a conversation even better. You know, I need to check my pulse. I'm so Damn, sorry. You're my, right. pul my pulse monitor just went off. Will you excuse me? <laughs> that, is, <laughs> you know? that is a pretty good one. They're on the pros list guys. Check them out. Come on code dude over at pulsegrow.com. Uh, but I don't want to continue. I feel sometimes like, man, am I going to board the DGC with what's going on in my grow? I do want to encourage you guys. Yeah, you just saw some jalapenos and some peppers and some greens. You might be like, what the hell, where's the weed? But if you got a little extra space and you got a green thumb, it is fun. And when you show up like over at your neighbors for the get together and you got two things of like wasabi mustard greens to add to their, their salad or whatever. You're, you're kind of right. like a little star, man. You're like, you you're hang out next to the guy you hang out next to the guy that's got six fucking Mason jars of just chronic dang with them. And you're like, Hey, you want some wasabi, man? You want to do a little trade up, man? You simmer down. I um, am a broken record. I'm going to start these autos and lean on you for the, the amount of grow dots to use a uh, couple autos. 45, here. I got man. 45 grams. So between between the medium and the heavy dose, uh, the reports I'm getting are two and a half teaspoons per gallon of soil. Man. For autos, two and a half for teaspoons autos. per gallon of soil. For autos, two and a half yeah. teaspoons. All right. Let me make like, a note uh, here. Yep. Okay. We got it. TSP per gal. Um, other than that, yeah, I will come uh, next Grow Talk. We'll be showing off the Irie Man, the Starburst, and the Orange Gasm. Are looking phenomenal. It's so easy. The environment in there has just been staying dialed um, using the AC Infinity fan controller for exhaust this time. I couldn't maintain CO2 with my tank. The, the fan's exhausting every other couple minutes, but right. it's such a quick cycle. It's trying to keep that set point really tight. It's nice of your humidity and temperature. Um, and using the rainbow nutrients on super easy just because I have them on hand still. And I got to use shit when I have it on hand, I want to switch it up to be different, maybe BioBiz next, but otherwise, and grow dots, I will Scotty. Uh, that's it, man. That's it. And dudes grow. I do want to remind you guys, if you did have a good time and we've helped your grow, dudegrows.com forward slash support. And if you're already supporting the show, DDC Patreon producers help build grow talk, help build wake and bake message me over on Patreon. Let me know what you want to talk about. Or if you've put up grower questions and answers over on dudegrows.com, send me the link there and I'll hook it up. Uh, I want to know who's slinging recharge though, as well. Support your local hydro stores, guys. Hang on. I got to add guru. Where is grow big hydroponics? Not big grow hydroponics, but where is grow big hydroponics? Warren, Michigan. Warren, Michigan, right? Because yeah. we want to do a dual shout out. We want to shout out to Mike over at Grow Big Hydroponics over there in Warren, <laughs> Michigan. 
And I also want to shout out to Mike at Big Grow Hydroponics <laughs> in Lake in the Hills, Michigan. Okay. I was and like, you're Drew, doing it wrong. God love you, man. God love you. We got two calls from two different grow stores and Guru got confused, man. Imagine well, that. Man. Yeah. Both guys are named Mike. Come on. That's hilarious. And if you are in Colorado, we need a spot. We're trying to do the DGC Cup in Colorado. We need like a private venue that nobody knows about that we can have a thousand people hang out at and party. Yeah. Okay. Tons of those. Tons I of call, those. Man. They're, a thousand people is a shitload of people. You're, no, this is, no. Dude, two words, man. Fire fest. All right, man. So I got uh, to say, man, <laughs> bite off more than you can chew, motherfucker. It's tough, man. I was looking at, um, you know, basically there's a lot of good venue spaces in Colorado, private venue spaces that could host us. But since they own a liquor license, they're like, man, we'd love to have you guys, but you can't smoke and talk here because it would violate our liquor license, which kind of sucks. Oklahoma, so. fucking Homa, man. No open consumption in Oklahoma unless you are a medicinal Oklahoma patient. Damn, uh, you, man. Um, yeah. I, I don't know yeah, if I think that's he's how right. that, I think he's right, man. Um, but if we do it at the same venue as the Cowboy Cup was at, it is on Indian reservation land, so it's not following those laws. There's different laws pertaining to that. So might be something to look I into. don't know. I don't know. Basically, uh, we'll work on it, guys. Anybody out there has ideas, hit me up. Use the contact on dudegrows.com if you're unable to hit me up over on Patreon. And let's do some shout outs to some of these producers, Scotty, if you're ready. I want to give thanks and gratitude towards Just Let It Grow and Skunkle. OG, how's it going? Yo, man, I'd like to give gratitude to Rusty Nuts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Sensi Keeper, thank you for the support. Appreciate it. What's up, Kenny Scroggins 3 and Smoking Blinders? How's it going? Now, is this, it says Dirk Dankier, but is it, is it Dirk Dankier? Is it a French? Could be, could be, could be. All right, how about Johnny Buckeye? I know how to say that one. What's up, Joe's Quarantine Kush? I like that. And the new breed, 420. Stay higher, my friends. Until next time, yes. we'll be waking and a bacon. I said bacon, I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's out. Take it easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck Yeah, we get happy for noon And when the boss says is to take a little break Let me